Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number three. I'm Jim Galante along with Dustin Hawkinsmith. Dustin, we've been continuing our really fun series on the class of 22, projecting them, where we see them, where they're going to be after a couple years within the system. Some more interesting players. And, you know, I'm noticing every week and every segment we do this, I say, we've got some interesting players. But this year's class, it seems like they're all interesting to me. I am I am so anxious to see these guys on the field and I have such high hopes for so many of them. I, I, I'm excited about th- this class. So when you hear me repeating myself, it's not just hyperbole. I truly feel that way about this class and think it's an exceptional class. And I do like the next two players we're going to talk about. We could call this our Philadelphia segment, Dusty, okay? We're going to yeah. get a couple Philadelphia guys. Let's start with Ken Talley, uh, six foot three, two hundred thirty pounds, four star, as we said, out of Philadelphia. And Dustin, we've been um, talking about those players who were wide receiver slash defensive backs. Now we're kind of talking about the guys that are are they a defensive end or are they a linebacker? And again, we'll start with Ken Talley. And one, la- one more note on Ken Talley before I hand it over to you. And you know I love Eric Epler. One of my favorite guys to talk to about high school football because he's there at these games. He's seen these kids live. He loves Ken Talley, by the way, okay? Which just makes me all the more excited about seeing him play. Yeah, if, if it's good enough for Eric Epler... It should be good enough for most of us. And, you know, he's had his finger on the pulse. And, and, and when you talk about being an encyclopedia of Pennsylvania high school football, he's been doing this for probably 20 years, 15 or 20 years, uh, and building up a really nice encyclopedia of player comparisons and, and guys that he's seen that have done well, guys that he's seen that haven't maybe done so well. Uh, so if he likes Ken Talley, I, I would follow that lead. You know, he's a really – and to your point about this class um, – there are some times where, you know, Penn State will sign a class and it's like, okay, you've got, they've got three cornerbacks. They're all 5'11", 175. You see some, you know, there's some good things. There's some bad things. It's hard to really dissect their game because they're, they're pretty standard cut. Uh, this, this class really features a lot of guys who, who break molds in some way or another. Guys who could play on either side of the ball, guys who oh is he a linebacker? Is he a defensive end? You know, there's Abdul Carter who we'll talk about. Then he's huge. Uh, so there, there's just a, a different you know level of intrigue with this class because uh, the players are it, within it are so unique. And Ken Talley is a guy I'm going to be fascinated with where his career goes because um, what I see when I watch him play is somebody who's not really. Um, ideally suited to do a lot of East West stuff. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Penn State could see him as a defensive end. They could see him as a linebacker. Maybe there's a, there's a world where he ends up playing on the outside somewhere. 
Uh, at 6'3", 230, he could just as easily easily be 250 in a year and a half and be a defensive end like a Zariah Fisher did or like a Jesse Lucchetta did. Uh, he's got that capability. Or how about this? I mean, I think he could play inside linebacker if you needed him to. I think he could play defensive end if you needed him to. Why can't he be the next Jesse Lucchetta? Uh, I see a guy who, whenever he gets his foot planted and he starts going north and south, and he gets he, he he diagnoses where the ball is or where the ball carrier is, he's getting after it in a straight line. When he does that, he's a really impressive player. That skill set translates pretty well off the edge, or I think as an inside linebacker and in, in run support, or maybe like Jesse Lucchetta did this this year, where okay, he's a defensive end, but if we have a need at linebacker, he can cycle in there. And you know what? And maybe this is a little bit uh, my bias, and maybe it's the time that I spent in Philadelphia. I automatically think if the kid's coming out of Philadelphia, he's a tough kid, okay? And I think that translates well onto the football field. So all automatically, these recruits out of Philadelphia, I just put that label on them automatically, Dusty. Well, I think for the most part, just tough-minded because the a lot of these city kids, their everyday norm is nothing like our everyday norm. Uh, that could be getting to school. That could be going to the store. I mean, they're, they're dealing with different things in their lives than, than we're used to. So if you make it out of that in a lot of cases, uh, you've done something extremely difficult and you've done something extremely impressive. Um, there's never, ever, ever a really guarantee that City kids will definitely make it at a place like State College. We all know we talk about that with basketball a lot, um, but they they do have that edge about them. They do have that mental toughness about them, a certain level of maturity that that comes with that too. And I think Ken Talley is a good example of that, a good product of of, of being proud of of, of being from Philadelphia and um, making it out and not falling into uh, bad groups, not running with bad groups of, of kids and stuff. I mean. He's kept his head on straight. He's done a really good job. He is a legitimate four-star prospect. And I think that Philadelphia edge could be something that, that Penn State's roster needs. And I can see it with this group, with him, Abdul Carter, and Keon Wiley, Philadelphia linebackers becoming a narrative in, in two to three years. You could see two or three of these guys being starters for Penn State, and we're going to be talking a lot about these Philadelphia linebackers coming to linebacker U and taking them to the next chapter, all that stuff. I think these guys are good enough, and I think we'll, we, we might have some fun with that, with that Philly kids and linebacker U angle. And there's just a whole edge to Philadelphia, the attitude, the way they, their sports fans are, what they expect from their Eagles team. And you mentioned basketball. A Philly Hoops player is a tough kid, too. That's always my assumption. All right, I'll get off that angle for, for a moment here as, as we go to another Philly kid that you mentioned who fits this mold, the linebacker, 6'4", 235 already, and he's a four-star, Abdul Carter. Dusty. Really, the the more I like him, the more I watch him, the more I like him. Let's, let's get that straight. Um, you know, the, the, the first time I watched him was probably close to, it was maybe six or eight months ago, and then watched him again for, for the purpose of doing this. And, you know, what I saw then, uh, I was more impressed with now. 
You know, like, yes, okay, 6'3", 235 jumps right off the page at you because um, he's bigger and longer than you expect a traditional linebacker to be. But he's not a gimmick player. Like, he he knows how to play the linebacker position, and he's quick enough to do it. And it looks to me, just from the naked eye, like he could be 6'3", 255 and still move well enough to play linebacker. And as far as that goes, I mean – his his tape like it looks a lot to me like uh like Brandon Smith's tape. Brandon Smith was more twitchy, more athletic. It's hard to really replicate what he brings to the table. But Abdul Carter uh, moves extremely well for that size, and I would venture to guess uh, whenever this comes out, I, I haven't seen anything about it, but his wingspan will be bigger than a six foot three guy's. Like it just looks like he's got long arms. He's got an NFL body for sure. Uh, but I think. You know, what you see on film is somebody who, who plays the linebacker position well, uh, who, who isn't just a big dude masquerading as a linebacker. He plays it well. He moves really well. I think he can still get a little faster. I think he can still get a little stronger. And uh, he's going to be an interesting player who, in, I don't know, probably three, four, five years, we're going to be talking about him at the NFL Combine. That's what I think. And Dustin, at that size, as you said, he's already 235. You talk about him becoming that 250-pound linebacker. Is this a guy, and I'm not sure we've had too many of these, going to come in and we're already saying he could be that guy in the middle and just that sturdy anchor in the middle? I I wouldn't be surprised by that, but I think um, his instincts and the way he moves, they look to be better suited from my vantage point. Uh, working on uh, from the outside somewhere. Um, I, I, there's not a lot of footage out there of him, you know, dropping back into coverage and things like that. But he moves east to west, north to th- south, changes directions well. Seems to go be able to go with the flow of traffic and make plays um, through all that. So I think I think he's got a really good look and feel as an outside linebacker. Um, again, the, you know, he could he could be big enough to move inside if that's what they want. I mean, he could be big enough to play some defensive end if he grows out of this. Um, you know what I mean? If, if he's 6'4", 260 in a, in a year, Penn State could, could have to look at that. But as it is, he's a really good off-the-ball linebacker. And it, he just so happens to be a humongous one at that. But he's going to, just like Cam Brown did, looking at Penn State's last couple outside linebacker standouts, Cam Brown and Brandon Smith, both – so long, not just height, but just length to make the field feel smaller. And Abdul Carter is going to be sort of that next in line, I think. And uh, uh, I would expect him to to play outside linebacker. Um, possibility that he moves down to defensive end. Possibility he moves inside to inside linebacker. And that, again, speaks to this class where there's a bunch of guys that Penn State has some legitimate options on, on what to do with them. And they can wait and see how they develop before they do it. And you mentioned this earlier in comparing to Jesse Lucada. Has that transition that Jesse Lucada made from linebacker to defensive end and become that hybrid? And in fact, that defensive end, a couple times you saw him in coverage. In fact, the interception that he had from the defensive end position, you know, I, I said to myself, maybe he wasn't the best linebacker. But as a defensive lineman, I didn't see, I don't see many other defensive linemen making that play. But having that linebacker background, yes, you can see that kind of play. Are, are we talking about a little bit of a new position, that hybrid position? 
I mean, I think it's an interesting new pipeline to set up. You know, guys who, um, like Ken Talley speaks to me more in, in that respect than Abdul Carter does. But if you have a guy who is um, physical enough and strong enough to, to maintain position at the point of attack on run plays, do you have to beat guys off the edge with his hands with power moves? Um, but at the same time, bring a little bit of that mismatch, um, positionless versatility where you can drop into coverage and do some surprising stuff because you've played linebacker for a long time. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of incentive to be able to fi- try to find the next guy, but you do have to check off certain boxes to, to be that guy. And Jesse Luketa was so unbelievably relentless and physical with his hands. Um, he was special in the way that he was able to do that. Um, we'll have to kind of wait and see on a guy like Ken Talley and a guy like Abdul Carter, but physically, um, and, and what their, their, their frames and their size and their game suggests is that someday maybe they are capable of doing that. Maybe Penn State's recruiting to that. Maybe they're trying to blur lines everywhere and now they've got a prototype to do it. And I think they've got a couple linebackers here. I'd maybe throw in Keon Wiley who we'll touch on next week, but, uh, they've got a couple guys who, who look to have that core skill set to do it. How quickly do we see these guys on the field? I like in 2023, uh, that's when I think Abdul Carter, I think, you know, you're, you're going to see maybe Curtis Jacobs moves on. I think you're looking at that linebacker rotation, needing a little bit of a boost. So in 2023, and then I think Ken Talley, I give him two years to sort out what he's doing, where he's going and physically how to get there. All right. Very good. That is it for quarter number three, Dustin. We go from one dusty to another. Dustin Schutte will be here for quarter number four. We're going to talk about the entire Big Ten at the Combine. Make sure you stick around for that. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.